Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. Welcome to This Week in Nerd, your one-stop shop for all the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Problems Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Keith Green Cleveland. And I'm your host, Victoria Routine. And surprise! I am your host, Mikkel Snyder, and I'm taking this episode over. That even scared me a little bit, so I'm sure the listeners at home are probably a little caught on guard by that. Sorry, I'm just, I'm really excited, because uh, throughout the week, I do the collation and collection of various news headlines and tweets and whatnot and then this week just really really spoke to me with how ridiculous some of these headlines were so i i called an audible i i asked uh for the producer's permission to commandeer this episode so i could host the first ever mad libs or news headlines the game i I, I didn't come up with a theme song. I'm I'm so sorry. That's okay. It's it's just the commitment to the bits, all that really matters. But uh, as it were, there were so many so many headlines that I would have just labeled as Mad Libs if it if it was my week on that I just had to had to make sure that we covered all of the weirdness. So I have a series of questions that I'm going to ask Keith and Victoria. They've played this game with me beforehand. But basically, there is a headline, and they would have to guess who said what. Is this real? What is truth? And this time, they'll be competing for points, and we're going to see who the winner of the first ever Mad Libs and News Headlines game is. So, oh, are no. you two, are you two I ready? I didn't know there were stakes involved. Yes. Wait, what? Yep, there's prize, oh. mostly. Oh. All right. Well, that's always on the line. <laughs> so... I have I have a series of questions that cover a wide gambit of of information from this past week. I hope you've been following the news headlines. Are you two ready for Mad Libs on news headlines? As ready as I will be. Seconded. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So we're gonna start out with some who's doing what, where I will read a thing and you get to guess uh, which person is doing the thing. Let's let's go. Let's do this. So. This famous recluse of a comics writer is about to debut a limited one-night-only debut of a new movie, The Show, where he plays a man with a moon-shaped hairdo and beard. I know this one. All right, Victoria. This is Alan Moore doing super creepy Alan Moore things that everyone's going to watch. Um, And I feel like the takeaway should be that I think this is Alan Moore's reality. <laughs> and maybe that's terrifying. But yeah, Victoria it's Alan gets Moore. the point. Yeah, you beat me there. It's the wizard, but I forgot which one's the wizard. <laughs> also, an accurate answer. <laughs> yeah, for clarification, though. yes, for those who don't know, Alan Moore actually believes he's a wizard. So, like, this is all on the this, this checks out 110%. So. <laughs> all right, Victoria's first point on the board. Let's see what happens next. So, unfortunately, this iconic American has bit a little too hard into the famous military-industrial complex and is using his media production company, a starting point, to develop influence and power in the Middle East, guest-hosted by former CIA operative and Texas Congressman Will Hurd to discuss the U.S. foreign policy in the Middle East with mostly white Americans. 
Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I thought you were going to go like Tom Cruise trying to fly a jet for Top Gun 2, but that's not what's going on. No, unfortunately not. I know this one, too, because it made me really sad as a former Marine. Victoria, would you like to grab the point? Yeah, I'll defer on this one for sure. No, I don't want to grab the point. I want it to not be real. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's not what we get from Mad Libs and News Headlines. Uh, Captain America. Chris Evans is doing... A really, he just, you know, and the puppies and up? the abs, and then also the white uh, manness. And I just. It finally happened, huh? Oh. Uh, yeah. It's very sad. Okay. Oh, let's take a moment to mourn this. That's very sad. I didn't know this at all, so I'm just kind of caught off guard. Oh, no. Do we think it's better? So I do feel like Chris Evans is the type of person who is going to see this backlash and be like, oh, I was stupid. This was a bad decision. Do we think he cancels the show or just hires like that one Middle Eastern person? I I unfortunately feel like it's going to be. It's going to be louder. Yeah. 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 Because at this point, there's money involved and you always listen to the money. So everybody's going to go ahead and do that. Alas. Alas. Moving on, question three. Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race is starting a new series in the country that has birthed the person who patented karaoke technology. Uh, I'm gonna guess here. Is that. Wait, so karaoke technology, I'm going to go with. South Korea? Unfortunately, not the person who owns the patent. Oh. Victoria, would you like to guess? Yeah, I know this one too because I saw it and I thought of Mikel and I was like, yes, it's going to be on the show! It's the Philippines. It is. So this is a fun fact for anyone listening at home. Uh, The Philippines did not create karaoke technology, but Roberto Del Rosario did patent the karaoke technology in 1975. So that was was some tricky wording on my part, seeing if y'all were paying attention and... Victoria was. So. I Victoria. wasn't paying attention to that. I have no idea about karaoke. I just saw new RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> Philippines and knew that Mikel would talk about it. That. Okay, so basically you'd you be more in there. Okay. You know, <laughs> I had a lot going on this week. I'm no, sorry. I no, have it's... nothing. I have no idea about karaoke. Oh, no. Karaoke I'm saying sorry things. to the listeners <laughs> that are rooting for me. Well, in any case, Victoria has a commanding three-point lead right now. Let's see if Keith can turn the tables as we go on to the next one. Wes Anderson has cast this prominent Asian-American actress in his next movie. (laughs) Yes, I am being facetious. Ultra beat me to the headline here. (laughs) Wes Anderson cast Scarlett Johansson in a movie. Yep, because that's just predictable as rain in Texas. But I will say that it was hilarious seeing Vulture actually tweet that, and it stay up for as long. I think it's still up, actually. Yeah, I, it might be. It was still up two days later when I found out about it. But, you know, they should have said a tree. They really should have just said that he has a tree in the movie. That would have been great. Um, in any case. All I right. really do want someone to make a movie with a tree. And, like, I want that to be her crowning achievement as an actress. Yeah. Yes. I wonder, like, I wonder if she realized she said that, that it was going to haunt her for the rest of her career. Is it really haunting her, Keith? Does that no. white woman care at all you, you know, about it's, anybody it's not, talking like, about her tree comment? No. 
But hey, I'm on the board. On the board. All right. Woo. So this is a spot the fake. One of these isn't a real costume announced for The Masked Singer Season 6. The Masked Singer has been going on for six seasons, apparently. Um, Mm, So, mm -mm. one of these these is fake. So, you you would each get to take a guess on which one's fake. So, there's an opportunity for both of you to get the point here. So, I shall read them off now. Cupcake. Banana Split. Hamster. Queen of Hearts. Mallard. Dalmatian. And Small Robot. Only one of those only one there? of those is not a announced costume for Mass Singer season six. Okay, I'm gonna narrow it down a little bit because I have seen Cupcake and Hamster, <laughs> so I know those are real. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't know this show. The fact <laughs> that it has a spinoff. Yeah. The fact that yes, Sexy Beast exists. The spinoff doesn't make sense. Like why? The oh. fact that Kermit the Frog was one of the uh, participants in the Mass Singer. That's weird. Wait, yeah, like, it's... as the person underneath the costume? Yeah, Or yes. as the costume? No, no, as the person underneath the costume. So they did the reveal. Like, the costume and, and the then costume. Kermit popped up. in the costume. Uh, oh, wow. The existence of Mass Singer shows that we are not in the prime timeline. In <laughs> any case, okay. You've eliminated two, Victoria. Would you like to yeah. place your guess on which one is the fake? I am going to choose the one that I want to be real because that just seems like the week that I've been having. That the one that I would want to see is the one that is fake. So I'm going to go with Small Robot. Okay, and Keith, what is your guess for the one that is fake? So my guess for the one that is fake is based... Pre- I mean, I've watched the show too, so I've seen how things go a little bit. This is based purely off of costume design and how difficult I think it would be. I'm going to go Ice Cream Sunday. I feel like that would just be like an extra level of like difficult that they don't need to do when they can do everything else here. Uh, Victoria gets the point. Small Robot was something that no! I made. Uh, Banana Split is one of like the prominent features that was in the news headline. So uh, sorry to, to ruin mm. everyone's day. I feel like a robot would be... Maybe they've just done it before. They've already done Boba. Is that what it is? Okay. That might be. Yeah, I have never watched this show. I just see the weird posters. I will say that that the pandemic's, like, times has been amazing for prop makers and FX makeup artists. So, Yeah. Moving on, Victoria with four points, Keith with one. Let's see what happens next. Did you know that they can make new area codes? Apparently, this Midwestern hub has had enough southward expansion to necessitate a 464 addendum for the 708 region. Keith better know this one. Thank you very much. I know, I do. Thank you very much for giving me this freebie. I appreciate it. Um, We already, here in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois, we already have way too many area codes, as I like to think, but they are now adding a new one for the South Suburbs. As Mikkel said, 464. It does seem like a good thing that you could have, like, you know, bars for. Like, 464 seems like a thing you could slip into your lyrics pretty easy. This is true, but I mean, it's so it's a time to like re up Ludacris' area code. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and also, like the Chicago South Suburbs is a very specific place to rap about. Yes, <laughs> saying very, <Yeah>. very true. <laughs> just like just have a bar by Mokina, just because. <laughs> 
All right, that was a quick one. So next up, Epic Games decided to rip off a favorite of the BMP Saturday Game Night Library with their Fortnite Imposters, stealing yet another popular gaming trend. Yep, and they basically just did a bootleg ripoff of Among Us. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of sad that Epic Games can just do that without any any like guilt or repercussions or anything. End stage capitalism. Among Us should find a way to sue and get a bunch of money to make the game better. So like that, that's anymore. not up to them, right? Because like you can't really patent game mechanics. Because if you do that, it's just a whole mess of like IP stuff. And like the devs talked about about the thing, which is of like. We didn't do that because patenting game mechanics is, like, parasitic, and then sort of, like, they could have collaborated, but they didn't, and it's just a bad situation all around. But, hey, it's four to three. I'm back in it. Now it's time for Victoria to stop being nice <laughs> and let me get questions. <laughs> all right. You know what? If I had stolen the Chicago question, that would have been really mean. <laughs> oh, and that means one thing you are not, so thank you. <laughs> Today. 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 <laughs> So, uh, mobile readers rejoice. DC characters are going to appear on this popular webcomic platform for new stories with a format that Superman may or may not be able to leap over given how vertical they are. I know, I know, I know. This is Webtoon. Um, I dislike this. And I'm not quite sure why. I think it's just because I have no faith in DC Ventures. That might, it might just be... That's not unreasonable. Crushing pessimism about DC. I I think this is an interesting thing, because, like, Webtoons is, like, a very, very... It's a very popular way for, like, kids to get into comics, because it's, like, right on your phone. It's easily accessible. The, the big thing that I'm thinking about right now is that, like, the format of a Webtoon is basically a single column of many panels. And it's it's a difficult format to like conceptualize. Um, so I'm just, I'm hoping that whoever they get on board for the use types of like intro to DC characters, cause that's really what this is going to be like, right? It's a way to get new readers. I hope they understand the format and make that and not just like a cut and paste of like Batman 22 panel by panel. Cause that's not going to read well. Moving on. Is this movie real? Netflix announced Mr. Rogers, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. What? Do you know, Keith? I don't know. Okay, then I think we should both get guesses, because I right. don't know right. either. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's a 50-50 shot here. Yeah. And given the absurdity of this, I don't want it to be true, but I'm going to go with true. I, I agree. I agree. I'm going to go with true as uh, well. No points for either of you because that's not what Netflix is releasing. What? They're releasing Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Oh my god. Oh. That's still bad. I did know about the Bob Ross. I didn't e- That was some subterfuge, Mikkel. I didn't, I didn't realize you were messing with I titles say. like that. Because I feel like they could do both, right? Like, they could do Bob Ross and Mr. Rogers. But here at Mad Libs and News Headlines, we're not here to make things easy. We're here to quiz you on pop culture that happened this week. All right. Fair. Fair. Moving on, we are just bustling through these questions. You love to see it. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> Paramount Plus is reminding us that time is in fact real. This popular comedy series turns 25, and man, it's making me want a burger and orange soda. Oh, really? That's 25? Well, that math does try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Wait, there actually a couple options here. <laughs> um... I'm, I mean, the, the burger threw me off. The orange soda is something totally different. I'm gonna go, Keenan and Kel. That is correct. That's what I was thinking too. Okay, Yay. cool. But like, because the Went burger made me think good burger. I'm like, that was part of all of that, though. I'm confused. But yes, I'll take the point. Thank you. Maybe a little too much trying to clue in on the pair of actors. So that that's on me. You still get the point. We're good to go. Thank you. All right, this one's a fun one. So. This was a very fascinating piece of investigative journalism that happened this week, but People Play Games uh, released a YouTube video that did this retrospective into how Roblox is exploiting young game developers. And in the opening informational segment, they explained that while Steam has 55,000 games in their library, Roblox has a significantly uh, larger order of magnitude of experiences, what Roblox calls games in order to get away with various shenanigans. So, whoever gets the closest number gets the point. So, how many experiences do you think Roblox has? Oh, this is, okay, this is a real game show right now. You're living your best game show host life right now. I, I really am. Yeah, this is like Price is yes. Right. We have we have shifted gears. Yes, it changes whole different strategies and all that stuff. Um, I'm gonna go really high. I'm gonna go 136k. Uh, all right, I you. could Price is Right you and go like 135,999, but I won't. I'm not yeah, gonna be yeah, that yeah. guy. Instead, I'm going to go with. Okay, it's experiences. Uh, I'll just go ahead and go with 100k. All right, Victoria gets the point, but both of your numbers are entirely wrong. It was still are entirely really far. wrong. Okay, was it over? Is it like are it like we million? Like, talking millions? The, the video explained that due to the nature of Roblox, there are 20 million experiences currently. Oh. In the oh. I was going low. I should have gone high. Oh. Wow. The video yeah. does a great job of explaining that, like, Roblox is basically a streamlined, like, video game development tool that, like, anyone can use. So it basically has, like, a very widespread user base, and people can just make their own games. And as a result of that, they're just a ton of games. And as a result of that, uh, they have this bit where it's sort of like, make money making video games. And then the reality is, that's not what happens, because... There are 20 million of them and counting. So point to Victoria for going 36,000 higher. Um, but still significantly lower. I'll take it. All right. So you will each have an opportunity to get free points. So you're going to just have to tell me true or false. This show is coming out on Peacock. So you, you get to tell me what you think of each of these free shows. You get up to free points if you guessed. So Frogger. America Ninja Warrior Junior Edition. Top Chef Family Style. You know... I'm going true on all of them. Same, because I kind of want to see all of them. Both of you get free points, because all of those release trailers this week. Um, Wow. Oh, there are trailers? I knew about the Ninja Warrior. 
Yeah, you can see footage. The Frogger one looks like they, they <sighs> went back into the 1980s aesthetics and just made everything 3D. Okay, is it... So it's animated... No, 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 it's a of. game it's show. It's not real life. It's a game show. Well, wait. Watch game show? Oh. oh that's not... I thought it was like It's going to be like Wipeout kind it, of it's thing? It's exactly like Wipeout. So there is the, the Frogger map that's been turned into 3D, and you have people jumping from platform to platform... Or trying to dodge various obstacles, much like the game of Frogger. That's fine. <laughs> it's not the worst this idea we've fine. heard today. Next year, they're going to revamp it, and people are going to play the game in the costumes from The Masked Singer. That would actually be fantastic. But we're going to keep moving on. we got a couple more questions. Let's see how much we can get through. So, this platform has gone the way of Tumblr because capitalism hates sex workers. <laughs> I know this one. Keith, do you know this one? I do, but you got it first, so go for it. Only fans. I'm going to yeah. give both of you the point on that one, because you both knew yes. it. And that, that's fair. I'm the judge. I get the give out points. You make the rules. Exactly. So, moving on, we got a couple more questions left. It's a tight race. So, this Marvel character is making their debut in Black Panther Wakanda Forever ahead of her self-titled series, according to this exclusive from Comic Book Resources. Do you know this, Victoria? I have a guess. I saw I saw a cover, but I don't know that it goes with this thing. All right, Keith, it's your opportunity to get the point and close the gap. All right, so thanks to our Discord, I know that this is about Riri Williams, also known as Ironheart, also Chicago's own. That is correct. So Very nice. Uh, the yeah. BNP Discord also speculated that due to the nature of the MCU universe, there's a chance that Riri Williams uh, is basically like getting her like scientific support from one of the Wakanda outreach centers. So don't know if that's true, but that sounds really exciting. <laughs> It does sound yes. Yeah, I love that. So so the score update as we enter into the last few questions are 10 points to Victoria and 9 points for Keith. So this is, <gasps> this Woo, is a tight, no. tight race. So Okay, okay, okay. And all the level, we just somehow turned to, like, we both get a guess <laughs> for a lot of these. We're too, we're too nice, really, is really what's happening. Yes. Um, it's all in the name of it's all in the But name yeah, let's go on and continue. All right. Love is love. <laughs> Well, speaking of love, Zoe Kravitz is dating this actor after meeting him on the set filming of Island, a movie featured previously in a Mad Libs or News Headlines. Okay, first off, one, weird movie. Also, can we say that on this show? I mean, that that's the... We can. It's Island. Okay. That's the name of the film. It's up to Jordan if he, so wants, he wants to, to keep it, it in. <laughs> we go. can say it. Okay, um, so that explains why I've seen like pictures of them all over Twitter for the past three days. Okay, again, I have a guess, but I'm going to give it to all Keith right. because okay. I don't know for sure. Keith, if you can confidently okay. say this, you get the point. Okay, I might get it wrong because they've only shown side profiles and from the back views. Is it Channing Tatum? It is Channing Tatum. Woo! I recognize that I bald thought. head. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that that's just a thing that's happening. Um. I want to see... The documentary, because Netflix, right? <laughs> it will happen. Mm-hmm. Of Channing Tatum just hanging out with uh, Lenny Kravitz in his, like, island weird ranch chalet 
sugar <laughs> plantation thing on his island ranch. <laughs> he he has that. He has. Uh, I can't remember where exactly it is, but it is in one of the islands that is known for like sugar production. And he just has this giant sprawling ranch with like guitars in every single <laughs> well, room. Actually, that fits. That's very on brand for him. And I feel like Channing Tatum would either feel completely out of place or just blend in perfectly. Yeah, we need this footage, people. It's definitely one of those. So, uh, originally the tiebreaker was going to be a, a commentary on Mike Richards losing his job as the host of Jeopardy and Laval Burden tweeting out Happy Friday, <laughs> which were completely unrelated. But since it's a tie, this next question that was the last question in the original sequence will be the final question and tiebreaker overall. Whoever says the right answer first wins the first ever Mad Libs and News headline. So, are you ready? This is going to be a buzzard beater. So, the New York Times reported that the end of the world is nigh, given that this company wants the robots in its parks to come alive. One goal, setting them free from the confines of the rides and letting them wander walkways and turn the parks into, as one executive put it, inhabited places. I don't know this one. This is terrifying. We said robot. I was thinking like Tesla trying to make like robots a thing, but this is not that. That is something else that happened this week, but that is not the news headline. Why don't I keep getting tangentially related news? (laughs) I'm going to go with the mouse. I'm going to go with the mouse because this sounds like some Mickey devilry. Victoria is correct. Disney announced that they want to release robots into the forks once they get the technology up. We've seen this yeah. movie before. I feel like it would make sense in, like, the Star Wars experience. Yeah. Thing, and, like, maybe some of the other ones. But then some of them, like, it, nobody wants to be followed around by those animatronics. Does that make sense there or that is mm-hmm. less jarring there? I don't think any of it makes sense, personally. I think it's that robots are part of the world. And so it would seem like part of the experience rather than we have animated this completely completely fictional like I don't want to be followed around by like like the Disney characters the real life Disney characters in costumes are already a little bit creepy <laughs> making those robots does not help but imagine doesn't. imagine just for a second the movie Fantasia where Mickey summons a bunch of rooms for buckets and those rooms yeah. of buckets just mm-hmm. following you around the park. That is terrifying. It would be like robot seagulls, yeah. I feel like. You say that like it's a Also, I think this is uh, like everything else we talked about today. It comes down to the money because I think this is basically the way of not having to pay people mm-hmm. to walk around the park as characters. Like, we can have a robot do it for like 10 years yes. with like minimal repairment like costs. Yeah. No way... Are, is robot maintenance higher than like paying living wages and <laughs> benefits? Yes, no robots way. don't need a place to live. Apparent court as they currently stand. That's true. So, true. so Victoria, congrats on winning Woo! this episode of News Headlines or Mad Libs or however I branded this. Uh, that was a <laughs> that was a tight race. It came down to the wire on that one. Um, Keith, you, you, that was a valiant effort that yeah. I love to see it. And uh, we're not going to do this every time because this takes a while to go through. But who knows the next time that I will be moved by the spirit of Mad Lips. Victoria, check us out. Moved by the spirit of Mad Lips. <laughs> that should go into the theme song. 
All right. <laughs> yes. All right. If you'd like to hear our thoughts on these topics or anything else in nerd news, feel free to tweet us at Black Nerd Problems with the hashtag TWINN. That was This Week in Nerd News, Mad Libs Edition. Tune in next week for more pop culture. I'm your host, Victoria Vertine. I'm your host, Keith Ree Cleveland. And it's no longer a surprise, but I'm your host, Michael Snyder. Remember to give us a like, comment, or subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. Bye, y'all.